Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Cannabis Curious. In this week's podcast, I sit down with Carrie Frankcourt of Rev Grow Gear. If you currently are or are considering growing cannabis at home, then this is the podcast for you. One quick caveat, the audio on my voice is a little quieter than Carrie's. I'm testing out some new equipment here. Recording and editing and publishing podcasts is definitely a learning process, um, but I I know you'll hear Carrie's voice crisp and clear, which is really all that matters. All right, y'all, I'm going to drop you into the conversation. This is a good one. All right, here we are, Rev Grow Gear, Branson, Michigan. 1096 East Main Street, Sweet D. <laughs> With Carrie Frankhor. Yes, thanks for uh, checking us out and coming down to the store and seeing what we're all about. Heck yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk to you. We've been trying to do this for a while. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we've had a couple uh, starts and stops, but I think we'll be able to get through this one all the way. I've uh, set the uh, tone. We, I brought it to the store specifically to keep me on point. So. Myself as well. The visuals will help. It will, I know. Conversation, right? Exactly. Right. Why don't we start with what is, tell us about Westbrook here. Um, it is a company that's dedicated to uh, home growers uh, growing their own cannabis. Um, we've created a turnkey little kit. It has everything you need to get growing on your own. So it's an LED light that plugs right into the wall. There's a tent. Um, we have a control that gives you the spectrums and the time you need for growing. And we have included informational, educational stuff online through various platforms so that we can help people just kind of take growing, you know, into their own hands and do some, do it for themselves, you know, not be tied into having to go to a dispensary or wait for dispensaries to open for full rack, you know. Yeah. So. In the kit, so this light kit, LED light. Yes, they are far, they use far less energy. So your traditional fluorescence and your high pressure sodium setups, they require extra juice. Um, you have to modify your utilities a little bit. You spend a lot more money. You create a lot more heat with that light source. So you, if you're trying to grow in a small area, it's really hard to keep your your environment stable and that's really what creates healthy plants is an environment that doesn't fluctuate in temperature or humidity and stays stable enough for the plants to just grow healthy and as like uh when most people that maybe do home grows like caregivers or recreationally now one some of them are putting up like a lot of equipment it sounds like lights yeah it can get really expensive and for us we wanted to hit like a spot in the market where people were just kind of getting into growing with michigan's laws now you can grow 12 12. so we thought you know we'd get into a spot where people could take something home right away set it up plug it in not have a lot of just any sort of building like a lot of the bigger tents i they come in kits you have to build i myself I'm not too handy with stuff like that. So this was built with just ease of use in mind. Like we really want you to just take it home, put a couple of things together, plug it in, support it to something 
overhead and hang it. You can hang it at whatever height you need and it creates exactly the kind of environment that you need to, to grow success. You knew what you needed in your house and you set up in less than an hour. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean if you have a hook in the ceiling or a spot in like an up oh, overhead position, it, it goes eight feet high and it's four feet, the diameter is four feet. Um, and it's fully reflective inside, so it takes advantage of the, the light, you know, bouncing around and really utilizing all the spectrums and waves or whatever. Not too technical on all that yet. I'm more like the grower side of things, which is I started testing them, and that's kind of how we got to where we are today. So, yeah, kind of talk a little more about that because, from what I understand, you sort of built this and came up with this out of almost like your own need, almost your own experience as a caregiver in Michigan. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, as I get older, I'm finding out that like growing outdoors is like a lot of work and I've kind of changed like my caregiving style. I used to, you know, try to go big now I'm just looking into more inexpensive, more controllable ways to grow year-round without increasing, like I said, my utility bills, without having to worry about putting up a full grow up in my basement and dedicating a whole floor to basically a greenhouse in my house. I don't want to do that. So with these, I can hang a couple up in the basement and they do set up in like under 10 minutes really it's like setting up a little kid's tent real quick it pops right up and you plug in the controller it has your veg your vegetation setting your bloom setting and then timers uh, that correspond to those cycles so we just want to take the guesswork out of it we want you to be able to walk out of the store take it home put seeds under it or clones and start that day Okay. Absolutely. And it sounds too that you alluded to talk earlier about the videos online and the educational content. Yeah. So for folks that are even newer to growing, this seems like a really accessible way. Uh, absolutely. We wanted to like, we wanted to sell people the tents, but we wanted to also give them the information to grow successfully because our product isn't a product if it isn't working for y'all so um, we want to back you with the knowledge it takes to start properly and it is super simple to grow like people come in here all the time and they're like I don't know if I can do it and I'm like yes you can it's first of all it, it grows super easily it just takes a little bit of you know maintenance here and there and if if sustaining yourself and saving some cash or you know you're just interested in trying it like it's it's the way to go it's just kind of cool to source your own stuff so we were talking earlier i think that's going to become more and more important to people as cannabis like legalization just evolves and people become more comfortable with yeah with it. yeah craft cannabis growing your own Ugh. being able to just have your own flavor grow your own seeds curate your own genetics if you want know what goes into your flower is what went into it you know just I don't know. I like growing stuff and I like smoking pot. So for me, it it's like it's like a dual benefit. It's, yeah. it's cool. It's fun to do. This makes it super easy to do having the room. So um, 
yeah, we wanted to, we just wanted to tie in education, um, give people the power to, to grow at home, and give them the education online, the five basic grow principles, which are illuminated on the wall behind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you really follow these like five key things, which is the reflectivity, the humidity, the airflow, the light, and the temperature, just just the five things you got to keep an eye on works out really well. Heck yeah, you are making growing so accessible. Not only just the kit, but just being able to break things down into five like categories you need to focus on. Because even for myself, I've never grown, so sometimes it seems very complex to me, right? Like, Right. Not looking in, but no. Oh my gosh, you're making it super accessible for folks. You set your parameters and you check your box when you check on your plants and you make sure that, you know, which again is why, like, having these LEDs was cool because I was gone a lot in July and I was flowering in the tent in the basement but I was like gone a lot and I didn't have to water. It was like every seven to 10 days. I didn't have to check on it. It just turned on and off every 12 on, 12 off. I mean, I went down a couple times to open it to make sure they weren't, you know, in need of anything, but I just walked away from them essentially. And that was when you're active, that's another kind of cool thing is that it's just, it's low energy, um, you don't have to worry. It's kind of amazing. Leaving it, yeah, I mean, I just, we left for a few days, I checked them, they were good before I left, we came back five days later, and I like, you know. Wow. You said you didn't have to water them? You water a lot less with this, just because the enclosure helps to keep a lot of the humidity stabilized, you're not losing a lot, you're, outputting less heat which creates less evaporation so and in the vegetative growth stage um, like seedlings and smaller plants that's really beneficial because they um, like a higher humidity when they're smaller little babies um, until right about up to the time they flower and um, having those rooms was awesome because it I'm not just saying it because I sell them. Like, I went into this totally being like, LED doesn't work, it's too expensive, it doesn't make sense. But now I've done a complete 180 and I stand corrected and it does work and it can be affordable. And we definitely hope, you know, people get into the, get into the idea of just, you know, not depending on dispensary or black market if they don't want to anymore you know yeah yeah well even so less water and then the fact that it's enclosed like that i'm assuming that helps with like bugs then and things yeah. like you're not having to worry about like pesticides and things of that nature putting things on the plant to protect it i was no you're, you're right you no you like are correct in a way like i have house plants so it's like really scary um if you grow cannabis you know what spider mites are they're like these little spider mite bugs and they kill your plants generally your only alternative to completely get rid of an infestation is to strip your room destroy your plants 
fumigate, hold on growing. Oh my gosh, for a it's minute. like lice. It's like lice. It's terrible. <laughs> so I do this houseplant thing, and I'm worried because the houseplants are prone to pests like that. So I have this intermingling of air. I mean, you're talking about a bug that can float on the air and like land on a plant. So. You know, I've definitely had spider mites on my house plants in the house, and though the room was on a different floor, um, I never had issues with the spider mites inside the room, and having a higher humidity also keeps the spider mites at bay, so, I mean, but yeah, we hope that less cross-contamination from the area around it. Okay. And uh, zero, like zero light contamination. We tried to make it so that when you're in your flower period, when it's essentially important for there not to be any light interruptions during the dark period, um, we've given it all like this blackout. Everything is super tight on it. So wow. no extra light should be leaking in. And we've tested it in a room that had sunlight coming in through a window and it, we seemed to be fine i just trimmed it i didn't see any like seeds which would be generally what would happen if it was stressed by intermittent lighting it would start to act weird so we've kind of like made sure in that way too that there wouldn't be any interruptions at that site it's all learning from like screwing up honestly <laughs> like you yeah. know it really is and just learning the hard way um and learning from other people and just trying to like curate the knowledge and well what was it like going from like this idea to now what you have when you're selling it you know i'm sure you have to prototypes where yeah. How long, kind of, I don't know, talk a little bit maybe just about kind of how long that process was, a little bit about what the experience was like. Um, it's been three years basically since the inception of the idea and we started with more of a grid panel, um, so like a flat square and we were running diodes along it and we ran a couple of tests and the plant died and I was like that I was still like oh my god this isn't gonna work and now I'm kind of tied into like helping test it and I'm killing like my plants by testing it but because you're still a caregiver at this point so right. you still have patients right exactly yeah so we went back kind of to the drawing board and we have a really great engineer who's done a ton of research and really like stepped out of his comfort level I think in a lot of ways to research what it actually takes to do this but he's embraced it the whole way and he's made it absolutely wonderful um, we changed the way the light hut was set up we did the circular design we really researched the spectrums um, there was an opportunity at a trade show um, they came across a chip that was being used in Europe for indoor um, horticulture. So we brought that back home and they did some technical things to it and we adjusted it to mimic what cannabis would need most. Um, and once we got that chip, it like totally changed the game. I was putting plants under it. They were flourishing. They loved it. There was no heat output. It was, it was crazy. So we did, um, 
the, the first test run and then we advanced the power on the second. We did a second one and we ran that for about a year on some different cycles on veg and then we did a couple flowers. We sent a couple out with testers, um, one in Florida, a couple in Michigan. They had good results. We bumped up the power a little bit more and went into production and we did 500 to start out with to see how it goes. We just wanted to test the waters to make sure, you know, people would be into it, but um, we've tried to source everything responsibly for sure, which is hard um, nowadays, but we've done as much as we can sourcing um, as much of it um, from America as we can. Um, the town itself is made in South Korea. That's um, why I, I wouldn't even know where to begin with like sourcing. That's like, it. Sure you've just learned so, so much. How would I ever know that you could only make that kind of fabric in another country <laughs> because of whatever reason? I don't know. You know, I still don't know because I'm still at the edge of it. I know you know where we're getting it and understanding it but yeah so we it's assembled in the u.s it's packed in all recyclable materials we're trying to awesome that's all part of what we're trying to do is be more earth friendly use less energy growing is super stressful on the environment you know pollution wise a lot of people abuse um I don't know it's just it gets gross i don't know if you've seen like documentaries about humboldt county but mm -hmm. i've just it's I weird the pollution and the way people kind of just are willy-nilly so we're trying to like cut back the impact of growing and provide a way to do it responsibly yeah and much cheaper like it's like it's like environmentally friendly economically friendly accessible yes yeah and the yeah. fact that you're doing the packaging that way i think is oh yeah so fucking fuck yeah. no i had like a plastic meltdown i was like no plastic <laughs> like you, you don't understand like i just heard a story about a girl that ordered a steel straws and they came in plastic and she like called the company and was like you i bought steel straws <laughs> to, to eliminate the plastic and you sent it to me wrapped in a bunch of plastic no 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 yeah so and i was like it seems small and incremental but it was all part of it like i don't want to create any more waste there's so much right now so let's try to you know keep it clean keep it green <laughs> grow your own so. literally yeah, absolutely. And then if you come into the store, um, we have every, like, we can basically send you out the door with what you need to start growing that day. We're starting to add the grow supplies here. Um, and it's all organic. It's all, you know, to get you started or easy, you know, supplies, just tabs, snips, uh, thermometers. Just whatever. And then hopefully we're uh, going to try to get into some seeds and clones and be able to provide genetics and make it like a one-stop shop. So you can come in, grab your dirt, grab your room, grab your plants, and head home. And um, <clears throat> depending on your strain and the time frame of it, of it, you know, its growth, 
Um, I just did the ones here in the store over the summer. They were an exceptionally long flowering strain. I think it was almost 70, 70 days or 72 on the seed packet. And we went to about 70. And I think I got about three ounces and I wasn't trying. I just, they were weak seeds, not very strong phenotypes. They didn't go in my outdoor grow. I felt bad for them, so I brought them to the store and like put them in one of their tents and kind of, you know, haphazardly cared for them over the summer. But um, just again, I low effort to get some return. And I think if you like, I, you know, really had a nutrient program and worked, you know, more into doing like a canopy growth situation, you would increase your yield even more than that. I didn't do nutrient program. I just gave them organic dirt, some of Dane's uh, worm poop, and yeah, and water. So I mean, that seems like pretty good yields for just basically tossing some seeds in there. Yeah, I want them to go to waste. Kind right. Of do. Yeah, and it, I mean, for me, it pretty works. Awesome. Yeah, that that's an, that's basically like. So if you have a short strain and you you make an, enough out of it i'm gonna guess off this i could do three months of work for three months of smoke plus some so if you run your cycles concurrently you'll always have you know something going and then at some point you'll probably get ahead really honestly and then you can even break it down and that's the beauty of that again you can break it all down it folds back up, it goes into a bag, and it stores away, so... So that you don't like it's nothing like, when exactly. the parents visit, you can break the Well, I was thinking kids, because it's honestly, true. like... It's Christmas. Yeah. I have, like, it's a so lot true. of... Yeah, it's, it's awesome. There's a lot of older people that are into it, which I think is cool. They've been waiting to do this for a long time, for, like, the legal aspect to change, so... Yes. That's why that's one of the things that I think is so great about Rampro here is now that like people are gonna become more comfortable with the idea of, of smoking weed, you know, ingesting whatever and then growing growing cannabis too, right? Yeah. People yeah. are gonna feel more comfortable now that it's legal trying it. Absolutely. And then I'm sure they're gonna really wanna grow it as a um, my uncle like came to me this spring and was like, I want some clones. And I was like, you live in Adrian. And he was like, I don't care. I'm putting them in the backyard. And I was like, all right, um, that's cool, but like, you're ready for this? And he was like, yeah, it's legal. I'm going to do it. And I was like, I love that. That's what people need to just do. Like, that's great. Don't let anybody see it. But yeah good luck but I mean he was so like and that's what was so funny to me was he was so fearless and like excited about it and even when I first got my medical card like growing out there and doing it we were still worried about the federal side of things because even though the state of Michigan was cool with me growing that outdoors for my patients the federal government was not so at any point in time I could 
potentially get a visit. Yeah, the temperature of so. the federal government's only changed like in the last two or three years, really. Precisely. And, so. you know, 72 plants might look like a lot more from the air. So the last thing I wanted was like the whole like brigade coming down on the farm. Yeah, seriously, I would have like <laughs> dreams about it. Yeah. The no, exactly. And be like, no, I'm legal. I'm legal. You know, <laughs> like, I swear. Don't shoot. So yeah, precisely. So um, for him to just be so like, I was like, gosh, it's such a weird world now. It's cool. I love it. But like, it's wild because I was so, it was, there was so much trepidation and nervous, like expectation, anxiety, even starting out doing it legally. So that whole temperature has changed so much too. 100%. It's awesome. I love it. And the broad, the broader acceptance of it is a really cool thing to see. So especially as a medicine, as a more homeopathic way to treat some of the issues that we've probably been treating negligently otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Compounding. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The conversation is like really starting to change around like health in general, cannabis as a medicine. Yeah. Mental health. Like yeah. I don't even I also feel like you hear words like anxiety and depression so much more frequently now than we even did growing up. Like people Absolutely. would never be like I have anxiety now everyone's like, hell yeah I got anxiety I anxious. Yeah. Fuck a person. I don't know. <laughs> You know, like, the evolution of cannabis has been just... It's been crazy because we know from being teenagers in a small town and not doing anything wrong, but maybe, like, flirting with stuff like that, that it was, like, absolutely, like, forbidden. Like, it was so not cool. Like, they would bust you for a joint and, like, or, like, a glass pipe and, like, take you to campus or something crazy. It was, like, it was a big deal. And, like, now just, I don't know. It's still so weird to drive by a cop and not have that, like, heart drop moment. (laughs) Oh, it is. It is. Even when I'm driving around with something in the car, I'm, I'm like, should I, should I hide it? Do I have to hide it after no. I? I'm like, no, you don't. Like, you can have a vape pen right here and it's okay. Like, yeah. yeah, it's still right there. It's so weird. It's so bizarre to me because for so many years I was so afraid of like police in general only because of like the pot thing. And now right. with the opioid crisis actually being a drug crisis and that actually probably lending more perspective to it then we really can back off marijuana yeah like the proof is kind of in the pudding like high people really aren't causing that many problems you know but you see people you know opioids cause all sorts of health issues and addictions and overdoses right even alcohol itself can make yeah impaired judgment and things of that nature yeah, out of all the medicines I've taken, air quotes, uh, <laughs> I would stay far away from alcohol now and definitely concentrate on the herbal cannabis, uh, even medicinal, like, I mean, I'm not into the whole ayahuasca thing, but more along that line as opposed, you know, as going yeah. the other way, so. Oh my gosh, I am, I, I want to do ayahuasca for sure, but. <laughs> Ugh, I like trying not to bite my nails just thinking about it. I, like, I, yeah, like all plant medicine, but yeah. 
I think at school it's scary. I I wish there was a way I could be like, can you not take me to the edge, like the brink of insanity? <laughs> I think you have to. I think it's like the only way. You do. I think it was Michael was telling me about someone who went on one of those ayahuasca things. Maybe it was was he? I, we were talking about it, was it on when the we boat. Were together. Yeah. Okay. They had a good time. They enjoyed it, yeah. but they went. They went all the way to the edge. And then there was the one girl that was still struggling. And I was like, that poor thing probably has to go take more to, like, just yeah. plow through the yeah. edge. She got to play through just that like, one. You got to double down now and, like, just get through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's so scary. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, yeah, I'm way more into that. And, again, why we created it, because... If you have, you know, an issue or an ailment, this could be a way you could have, you know, a way to grow, you know, on the level of the house that you live in without a bunch of back and forth and stuff like that. Um, our first sale was a friend of mine's um, elderly grandparents because they can't quite do what they need to to run their traditional grow room anymore. And this plugs in right in the living room and they can hang it up and watch TV and um, watch the plants at the e in the evening. And they are so happy with it because it's just like that. And that's great to me. Like they, that's all they want was something easy they could get to, accessible, not a bunch of, you know, and they got it and I was like yeah that's it that's that's what we intended for you know ease of use again yeah. so if that isn't a sign of the changing times then I don't know I know it was yeah, so cute first customer. That's amazing. I, it was so cute she was like whipping out her card let me do it right now and I was like you're gonna be so happy and I just checked in on them they're having fun so I'm like thank you so much for like being exactly the first right candidate out the door. So yeah, we, um, we, I guess to get back to that, just to wrap up the Rough Grow Gear thing is we wanted to provide a way for people to source their own medicine, to maybe get into gardening, home gardening, see if they like it, enjoy it. Started some garden things in there this spring and they actually worked out just fine too. So. And we are also working with Balance Asian Grill in Toledo on um, light bars that are, um, these spectrums are geared towards uh, things like basil and green pepper and microgreens that they're using in their restaurants to cook those. Okay, wait. Yeah, I know I should have gotten into the That's food incredible. thing earlier because I feel like the food oh, thing is. Yeah. Yeah. And even restaurants are, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's super exciting yeah. to us. They love it. And we've been told we're outperforming our competitors um, for the most part. So that makes us super happy. We're definitely in the market to better... We want to part, you know, more than just like an influence on cannabis. If it grows cannabis, it, it, the the chip was designed for food anyways so we might as well right. utilize it to 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 function as a food production product as well right and you said it was Europe, something in europe they're using for horticulture yeah they right. grow i think a lot more in europe indoors than what we're doing in america right now i can't i don't know that for sure but 
I think they're a little bit more advanced on like indoor vertical growth, the complex growing, indoor stuff like that. So. That's interesting. I could see it having so much value in like cities where people want to be able to grow their own um, yeah. like produce or, or even um, like basil. I can't think of right. that. The little microgreen thing, yes, salt, basil. I mean, I don't know what I haven't really got. Spices? That there's something? Are they spices? I don't know what type they're. I can't think of what they're called right now. Are they herbs? Herbs. <laughs> they, <know. laughs> they make spices, I think. Yeah. <laughs> there's the equation. So that's it. Yeah. But yeah. all of that, yeah. I could see being. Well, and how like quaint is that to like know? So they, this restaurant, they um, they're actually feeding fish off of they're running the like a lot of their plants run on hydroponics over their tilapia tanks and everything is being like cycled in this grow to completely like uh i don't know it's like a circle it's yeah, like completely clean yes precisely yes yeah yeah so they're doing really cool things down there too What's you the could name probably of this place? talk to them balanceation grill Asian girl. Oh my god. Go talk to oh them. Gosh, they probably so would talk to you. The dude that, the, my tattoo guy down there that I love so yeah. much. Every fucking time we're there, he brings this place up now that you say that. Every time. It, they have amazing food. That's what he said. It's says. so fresh. Oh it's so gosh. fresh. Okay, definitely, I definitely check it out. You there. should check them out and talk to them because they would probably have like just something. I mean, they're cool people. They are so, they, they're so open minded. They're so. How did you guys get connected? Like, Rev Girl get connected with them? Um, we started, they contacted, um, my partner's company is an LED lighting company in Maumee that is essentially broadcast and media lighting, LED lighting, um, photography lighting, high end stuff like that. Um, and they had been shopping around looking for LED lighting providers for their indoor grows. They contacted the company. We had just started the Rev project, um, and it was all kind of like fortuitous exactly. that they called at that time. Yeah. yeah, they called, and we were like, they were like, "Well, uh, let's we'll get back to you." And then um, the engineer developed a couple of light bars for them, and they had success. I think they did a couple more and. Um, my partner and the engineer just went to visit yesterday and they said it looked really good so I'm like oh my gosh I want to see it it's so cool like to to just that's so cool that they're you know stepping outside and sourcing their own stuff responsibly um and if there is a contamination problem it's not something that takes like three weeks to figure out you don't have to backtrack through like four million pounds of spinach that stretched across America in 800 directions, <laughs> you know, if you, you can isolate these problems and have better quality control in smaller micro grow settings. So I think what they're doing is super cool. Glad they're tying in. Love it. It's true. So much less waste. So much less waste. Right. You know, like growing to what you're consuming or eating or producing. Right. Like in their case, they're trying to produce for a restaurant. But even if you're growing for yourself in your home, right? Using the rough grow gear kit, you grow to what? Right. Yeah, and, and that that mass sort of scale of farming growth, whatever, also has a lot of waste in it. It does. It's terrible for I think the it's environment. Forty like percent of like romaine lettuce doesn't even like make it on the 
trucks. Like not even, not even the shelves, not them. even on the trucks. It's like, why do you even bother? <laughs> why do we bother? Like, what a, like, damn, what an uphill battle. You're just constantly climbing. Like, I just. Yeah, it's terrible. Food waste is something that's always bothered me, and I think just because I grew up on a farm and you try to, like, waste not, want not kind of mentality, and, yeah, yeah, it's, it is, it's nice to, like, you know, source my own tomatoes as I walk out the door. I'm not, this summer, I don't go to Meyer and have to buy, like, six tomatoes on the vine and potentially have like two of them be bruised that I didn't notice and then by the end of the week they're like bad anyways so like I can just walk out the door and pop two vine ripened tomatoes off and take them home and there's no waste there yeah none. so like for some reason when you source food that way it tastes better too it does it yeah you it yourself or someone grew it like a friend grew it and they're like here take you know take some of this corn or whatever it always tastes more delicious if you stop and get it at a stand on the road it's a true story i know it's it's just better yeah it's kind of interesting like talking now your whole total life experience and now where you're at with RevGrow because you had you grew up on a farm like you said so you already were thinking about like sustainability and the environment from from oh my gosh I got like a book from the book fair in like first grade Damn, about, first about grade. CFCs and like how recycling was the only way we could save our planet and I was like I mean from that moment on I was like uh like worried and then that like peaked as I'm like getting older I just I've always felt super aware of like climate situations and I'm super nervous about like global climate change and um I think like actually maybe growing your own food might become more of a necessity than a pleasure like you know because of the wildly varying weather forms well, as we saw this season here in michigan that rain for, absolutely what five weeks straight i know impacted all the farmers oh, every so many right i think there's some crops they didn't even plant I know that a lot of them had no choice but to not plant because they absolutely could not in some areas of this county, I know for a fact, get into their fields in time. I can't even, I can't even imagine. But in that, I, I, yes, that will happen with increasing frequency. I fundamentally believe the weather's going to get more extreme in absolutely. those ways. And then um, mass migrations. They just... They're going to have less space to grow. Absolutely. Right, right. And and you're gonna be more shit, like in a concentrated area. I know. Like I know. It's really quite I mean, we really have to start I know there's all this back and forth politically and media hype, but I think if you're really a real person, you really need to get in line with the fact that our environment is failing us at a way more rapid rate than they originally anticipated and um we're gonna see some big changes i mean we just seen a thing on the news last night about displacement in louisiana like they're not going to be able to live in this place anymore because they can't it's sinking the water's coming in there's no and that's like just a small portion America, we're talking about like the whole Florida 
coastline, the whole North Carolina, I mean, into parts of like upper New England. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's just in America, there's the world that's sinking with rising water levels and that is going to change weather patterns dramatically and it's going to change the way plants grow and I think we're going to have to think about more vertical indoor container growing. It's outside of cannabis. We really wanted to launch something that made people try to look into a different direction in in more ways than one. More than just cannabis, food, you know, it's yeah. it's real folks. I mean, you have. Like you, you tried and you have launched something, right? Yeah. Like you're already working with yeah. people who are growing cannabis, you're working with yeah. restaurants, you're right. with people who want to grow vegetables and things like right. that. I think it's, it's amazing. Thank you, yeah. It's amazing what you've done in uh, three years. Three years. When did you, yeah. in that time frame, how long has the storefront been open? Uh, we just opened on 420 of 2019, so we were behind yeah, on some construction. <laughs> yeah. We were, oh yeah, best gift bag ever. Yeah, I, I want people to come in. I just have to say I have gift bags, and, uh, <laughs> um, which is fine. Like, I love it. But um, no, yeah, we, we, we wanted to have a place where people could come, talk to us about the education, see the room. We didn't want to be like a fly-by-night internet company looking kind of thing. We want people to be able to come in, buy it off the shelf, see how it looks Hanging. Yeah, you have what three rooms set up here? Oh, um, there's four. I'm yeah, ready to set up some clones and seedlings in them. So I thought I and like garden plants again. Heck yeah! So you can yeah. come in and like touch it, see it, yeah. feel it. Yeah, and that's what you're gonna get. And like in this day and age of ordering online, we just want people to be comfortable seeing what they're gonna get. So I think that's fair. It's like a crapshoot, you never know. That like wish app. Everyone gets oh, in that wish like, app. What is on that thing? Oh I'm my like gosh. what my husband Michael he's so into it. He like bought He buys stuff from there? Oh my gosh, yes and it'll come like eight weeks later. Does it come as it actually is supposed to? Eighty percent of the time. Really? The other twenty percent is like it's way too small or it's like a shittier material or yeah. it's this or it's that. But I'm like I'm cool. I'll stick with Amazon. Yeah, I like Amazon. Plus that wish thing, like on my Facebook, it shows me weird pictures of stuff I would never order. Like they sell like crack pipes on that thing. <laughs> In bulk. Like, you can buy like a fifty count of blown glass crack pipes. <laughs> so you have to edit this out, but yeah, it's so crazy, and that's like what is on my like feed. I'm like, what am I looking up online that like this ad targeting from Wish is like on me right now? That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, so. No, we can edit out the. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm like, why? Do I don't smoke? I never talk about it, but you must hear me say things. <laughs> But like we know you would try it though. We got your pipes in bulk. It might be more open. Send one out to your friend. Uh, they had them in different colors. You smoke you smoke marijuana out of these pipes, don't you? You're like, no. No, but true story, those were the only kind of things you could get around here when wax first came out. So I incidentally did have to buy a couple of those at the smoke shop that because makes perfect sense. There's no rigs around here. Like nobody had a rig. We were getting wax from like caregivers and being like what do we like can't put it on a joint it's like sticking to every surface that you're like what do i do with this stuff like 
No. Did I put on the end of this? You're like, no. No. So. Well, they had free dabs every table at fucking that's wild. Did everybody use a universal rig? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't do dabs. I can't. I can't. My whole shits, my joints and shits. I just go numb, and I can't. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I'm that. like not. I wouldn't. I would have been like, okay, I need to sit down now and just be high in the corner. Right. 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 It would be too overwhelming. So I never too. did. I didn't do it because I was like, I. I don't know. I don't know if any That's a good question. They were though, probably because there were people who had like pens. We got like swoop back in somehow. Yeah, we we'll, put like we'll, a little we'll music. Be like, we just did a little. <laughs> <laughs> back Intermission, to and then it would come back. You're like, bam! So the world is burning and on fire. <laughs> it really is. Oh my god. Door <laughs> uh, front. Yeah. Want to be fly by the night? Then want right, people to be ordering things right, online. Right, we want you to come in, we want to send you out the door with what you need. We're in an area where there's not any grow shops, so if you need to come in and grab something, we probably have what you're going to need. We'll get you by. We can order stuff for you. We can get help with advice. We'll take any tips and tricks you may have. We like to just share in the knowledge, the community. We want people to come in, hang out, watch a Netflix documentary. We don't care. I have an espresso machine. I mean, we can get real fancy here. No, this is, I'll I'll come hang out here, I'll come hang out here. Yeah, yeah, we want to start doing some educational things, we want to have some speakers in, we want to create a community, we want to, you know, create a community of sustainability, have people comfortable with with it in every way. Well, it's a beautiful thing you are doing. This store is gorgeous, what you are doing is beautiful. Thank you. It's appreciated. It's a long haul, and I'm not sure we're quite through it yet. We're not. It's scary, but um, we're 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 doing it. So we'll see. <laughs> Did you ever think you would like have your own business? Did you ever think you would be? I don't know. Now you know, you're, you're an entrepreneur. You're a cannabis entrepreneur. I know. That's, you, are, you have a storefront. You have a product. You have inventory. You know, I have a I mean, yeah. it's nuts. So, yeah, it's. Um, you got engineers, you got lawyers, I you know. got business partners. I know. No, I was just a simple secretary like a year ago, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, I always knew I wanted to be involved in the industry, and I could honestly feel like the train pulling away from the station. And um, when this opportunity came through, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. I have to. I have to make. You know, I'm at an age where I can kind of yet still throw caution to the wind. And if it doesn't work, you know, I'm young enough to plan B. If it works, then, you know, I'm young enough to hopefully see the potential impact of a product we designed to have a, have a positive impact on, you know, whatever may lie ahead as far as, like, indoor lighting solutions for home gardeners and potentially, you know, bigger commercial yeah. outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen it. I mean, for a while, I'd never seen it happening. I thought I was destined to, like, have to work for someone else. But um, at the same time, I also knew that I probably wouldn't last working for someone else for much longer. It would have been something. What's the experience in working for yourself? I have a lot. I always respected. I worked uh, my last um, my last occupation for 15 years, and 
they were um, self-made entrepreneur guys started a marina um, when they were in their teens with a little bit of help from their dad but mostly just from the sweat of their brows I learned a lot from them and um, also resented them at times but now that I'm like in this environment I'm like wow like how like how did you how did you not like want to just like a fire all of us all the time <laughs> like the stress of just the day-to-day -day stuff the things that you know I mean there I just got the mail and brought it in you know now I get the mail bring it in open it up write the checks make sure they post in time which you know seems like adult stuff and super easy but when you're then balancing like you're, you're doing that between your own household and um you know there's like I do the research under C. Claire properties so I have an LLC for that and then I have my personal estate and then I have the business so yeah it got I went from living in my mom's basement hanging out you know having a pretty rad time to like just rocket shipping into adulthood <laughs> like I have sleepless nights now I um worry about like like this you know the laws changing so fluidly in Michigan back and forth was scary for a minute um because we weren't fully wrecked yet even when we started this yeah that's so. a really good point we hadn't voted on proposal one no. last november it hasn't even been a year no that yeah fully we were betting on like we were hedging on it becoming recreational and then that was our like you know mantra was that we you know if it becomes recreational then this will be fine because more home growers and if michigan allows the, within the recreational laws for people to actually grow physically at their own location a certain amount then you know this should probably work out right. so fingers crossed at the point of the recreational boat how far were you with the the girls room where you, you like had the prototype pretty much oh now? we were locked in okay. yeah okay. we were there was like, no okay, turning back we know what back. we want we know what yeah. you, knew the, you knew all the technology yeah. you mentioned where you're going to yep. source the material yep. so. yeah we were locked in and we like did we were one of the people watching the boat being like because we knew like we knew i could tell from like social media and the early polling we knew that it was going to pass we knew because of then the climate of the state and yeah uh, it was a pretty like i thought i felt pretty confident about it too but even still. if it hadn't have passed sure it would have been like a setback but you guys are also great for medical and care growers and the plants like the horticulture piece yeah. right right exactly and if you want a gorilla grow like it doesn't create a lot of energy pulls so i mean i'm not like yeah. totally but if you want to do whatever you want to do it does it allows you to to you know just operate a little bit more quietly without you know electrical spikes or yeah so um yeah it was it's been a wild ride i i'm glad i had the opportunity to have the business background where i was before to see how hard it took to really like keep something going day in and day out lights on functioning customers happy that was a good 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 learning experience yeah. so definitely thankful for that yeah it's very interesting with all these sort of building blocks to this to what where you're at now yeah the growing up on the farm the being a medical caregiver 
But working with the marina for 15 years yeah. and watching them build up a small, you know, family business. Into something huge. All sort of fed into. Yeah. It's crazy. It was fun. It's been fun and exciting and um, we can we just, you know, see how everyone feels about it. We have testers out. We encourage people if you're interested in testing the product, hit us up on Instagram um, or email us. All our information's on the website. We'd be happy if you want if anybody wants to test. Um, we're throwing test rooms out there for people, so. That's awesome. Yeah. And those people can grow cannabis or whatever they, they want. want. Yeah. That's fantastic. We need people to try it to know. I mean, we know it works, but for that organic rollout that we want, you know, that's, we need those people yeah. to grow for you. You're yes. so fucking smart. Everything you do, everything is so, you very got thought of, very strategic. We, we're trying. We're hoping that, you know, we took the right steps to make it a legitimate business where we really care about the customer and what they're going to get out of the product. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. And they get access to you. Thank you. Yes. And then they can grow their own flower. Like, I'm so excited to just, like, it's all drying right now, all the stuff I trimmed. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's awesome. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to hang out with us and um, letting us be on your podcast. Appreciate it. Heck yeah. Thank you for letting me do podcasts. Absolutely. I love it. You guys are going to be big. I know it. Thank Feel you. Feel good things coming. Good. I like that. Thank you. We try to manifest on high vibes, y'all. <laughs> Website and address. Uh, www.revgrowgear.com R-E-V-G-R-O-W-G-E-A-R.com uh, Instagram is at revgrowgear and that's really where we're at the most. Um, we don't fancy the Facebook so much, but it's there, so if you want to check us out on there, you can as well. Morency, Michigan. Uh, yep, 1096 East Main, Sweet D. We're on Google Maps. And check out our YouTube channel. It has all the information on setting up the room, starting your seedlings, going through your vegetation stage, flowering, curator drying, all the basics on that first time around if that's what you're doing. Red Grill has got you covered. Uh, thank you again. Heck yeah. Come down to the store, y'all. Come down to Rev Grill Gear. Well, there you have it. A very informative and fun conversation with Carrie Francoeur of Rev Grow Gear. I hope you guys learned a lot today. I think Carrie has developed a very unique solution for folks interested in cannabis home grow as well as just home gardening in general. Um, I can definitely speak to the turnkey nature of the product. I've spent some time in Carrie's store and you could set up this girl's room in less than 10 minutes. Um, and she has everything you need right there in store to get started. And we were joking a little bit, but the store's gorgeous and a good place to hang out. So I might take her up on spending some time there watching Netflix documentaries and drinking espresso. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation and please do look into RevGrow Gear um, and check out Carrie. She is an experienced uh, medical caregiver here in Michigan. So in addition to being able to 
to give you the equipment. She's also going to have a lot of knowledge on the cannabis sort of cultivation process. So thank you everyone for listening and I hope you have a great day. Bye.